Welcome back to another episode of In Our Lane Podcast. I am your host, Amisha, and I'm so excited to be in the studio today to record. This is going to be a long studio day for me because I got some content that I got to go ahead and get ahead on. Y'all know I like to be ahead of time. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode and if this is your first episode watching in our lane podcast hey how you doing my name is emisha that's e-m-m-e-r-s-h-a you can find me on all social media platforms as emisha that's instagram tiktok um, youtube and twitter as well and you can find the podcast at underscore in our lane on instagram so we just gonna go right into our icebreaker for today and today I wanted to talk about Dr. Martin Luther King because his birthday just passed recently by the time this episode comes out and so I wanted to definitely touch on that at the top of the episode because y'all know if you know that I am a stickler for learning and if you didn't know that his birthday is January 15th, well, his birthday is January 15th. That's why we celebrated, and I know I'm off. I got holiday pay, so thanks for that. But most importantly, I just wanted to talk about um, his Nobel Peace Prize. Um, Let me go to the part. So I got this information off of NobelPrize.org. So on here, they have a background of his story, how he started off as a pastor, and they talk about his activism. And um, they also talk about how he was the youngest man at the age of 35 to receive the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, yeah, so, and they also mentioned a little bit about how he was assassinated, and I really wanted to talk about, make sure I mentioned that, because he didn't just die, he didn't just pass away, he was assassinated, and I feel like in history books and how the history curriculum tries to teach young kids about his story I kind of feel like they water it down and try to make an assassination not seem as harsh as it really is but it's up there on some very like how, how do I say this it's just it's just heartening and it's so sad that they felt like they had to do that man like that and I personally feel like he did not deserve it. I feel like his movement and everything that he stood for is why we are the way that we are today. And I can only imagine what could have been or would have what could have come out of if they did not make that decision to take that man's life away. So um, that's all I wanted to say. I'm going to talk more about, you know, black history and all that good stuff next month because it's February and it's Black History Month. And so on the podcast, every Black History Month, I talk about black history. So that's just 
my little two points that I wanted to mention about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and get into the topic of the day. I wanted to talk about love versus stability. So the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because, hold on, let me get comfortable. The reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I feel like when people get in relationships, it's for different reasons sometimes. And some people are looking for love. Some people are looking for stability. Some people are looking for somebody that they can split their bills with. Some people are looking for somebody to completely take care of them so they don't have to do absolutely anything. Um, But it just depends on what you're looking for. And also, like, some people are just looking for a connection. They're looking for a partner. They're looking for somebody to be their right-hand person and I just feel like you can be looking for both. You could be looking for love and stability. It just depends on what your needs are and what is it that you want for yourself in whatever phase it is of your life that you're in, basically. So for me, per se, I'm not necessarily looking for anybody to take care of me. However, I'm not saying that If a guy comes along and he wants to take care of me and says that I don't have to pay for anything, but let's keep it real, it's not that many people, not that many guys that me personally that I've come across where they are able to provide 100%. And so... Me walking into a situation expecting that from a partner, I feel like it's kind of not productive and it's kind of like entering into a situation with high expectations. And now you're going to miss out. You could possibly miss out on a good connection with somebody and getting getting to know someone just simply because they don't. They're not able to, I guess, be there for you financially. That's what I'm trying to say. So when I look for partners, I don't look at, you know, what can you do for me financially? Because I feel like when you put that, when you put that expectation on some, on people, you could miss out on getting to know someone because just because in that season that you met them or just because in that season that they're in at that moment, um, they're not financially stable, um, that they're not a good person or that they aren't able to do everything else that you may need in a partner as far as like being loved and showing love and affection and just being there and just showing up and um, being able to have someone there to talk to and all that. And just somebody to just be there. I feel like the stability part of it is not everything and it's not the most important thing to me. 
Now, some people, that's number one on their list. If this cannot happen, if this cannot be taken care of, then I can't love you. And I just don't operate that way. But that's just how the game goes. And I feel like you could possibly enter a situation where you're only looking to be taken care of, but you end up falling in love with that person. And so when the going does get tough and, you know, money not really coming in like that, the love doesn't go away. That's so that's what I'm trying to say. So yeah, like I would say don't go into situations looking to see um if this person is financially stable or if this person can take care of me as a woman. That's what I'm trying to say. That's the point of view I'm trying to get at. Because I know vice versa, it's not necessarily like really highlighted that a woman will be the breadwinner and the woman will be, you know, doing most of the legwork when it comes down to the stability of a relationship. Um, But it does happen sometimes where the woman is the one bringing in all the money and the man is a stay-at-home father. And I don't think nothing is wrong with that. Um, but everybody's situation is different. So that's why it depends on what your relationship is and how you guys make it work for you. And I don't want you to be entering into situations and pushing people away when they could actually be exactly what you need for that family that you want to create and all that good stuff. So when it comes down to love versus stability, I feel like I choose more to focus on the love part of it more than looking at the if you can be able to do X, Y, and Z. And I just wish, like, society would stop putting so much Pressure and having, you know, this thing about, you know, finances, like making everything so much about that. Because I just feel like if y'all two really like this, y'all going to figure it out. It's going to work out in y'all favor, however way it goes. So just think about that. Y'all let me know how y'all feel. Um, I think I touched on everything that I wanted to touch on. Um, when it comes down to talking about love versus stability. But I do want to say, make sure you watch out for those people who are more so more focused on like what you can bring to the table financially because their intentions may not be as pure as yours. And they may be just in that situation to manipulate you and to get something out of it. And I mean, if you got it, you know, they say you it's not tricking if you if you got it. You see what I'm saying? So if you wanna play those games and you wanna be a part of that, that's cool. But as far as like if you look at this person thinking that you throwing your money at them or um just gifting somebody like everything that they ask for if that's not what you're doing because you genuinely want to do it and, and you and this, this is their per, that person's love language. So you're doing this to show them, you know, that you love them. 
um, and it's reciprocated, that's one thing. But if this person is using you and they're trying to act like it's love, but it's really not because they more care about what you can do for them, you need to watch out for that. So I think that's all I wanted to say about that. But yeah, like I'm not really too much focused on whether or not we can be stable, um, more so about can we communicate, can we have a good time, can we, you know, get through disagreements without it affecting our, you know, relationship and just being able to be open and honest about how we feel and stuff like that. So that's just how I am. And, yeah, so y'all let me know how y'all feel about the whole love versus stability situation. So let's talk about it. Cutting a member off of the roster. So I do this very, very often. Like, whenever something just don't seem right to me, whenever something is just Whenever something not going my way, whenever I don't like how something feels, I have no problem with cutting a member off of my roster. Like, one thing about me, I have no problems with being alone. So even though it's hard and even though I would like to pretty much be in a relationship with somebody and, you know, have you know, one-on-one with somebody and not have a roster, um, I don't tolerate the BS. So it's like, if you get on my nerves, that's a wrap. And I'm really trying to be intentional. I keep saying this because it's really, really true. I'm trying to be intentional about everybody that I allow into my space and that that I allow into my life. So if I open up and I let you in and you let me down, that's a wrap. Like, I don't have time to be given chance after chance after chance. I do believe in forgiveness, and I do like to, you know, I may like to just take some time and then allow you to come back and give you another chance. But sometimes some of the stuff that people be doing, it don't, you don't deserve a second chance. So some some situations, you know, I'll let my attitude die down or whatever and then go back. But sometimes I just be like, you you playing with me at this point. Like, you think this is a joke. And that's what I don't like. So it just depends. And then it's like, it really, really matters about whether I really, really like you or not. Because if it's like, I like you, you cool or whatever, if you do something, it's, it's a wrap. But, like, if I'm really on you, like, I'm really, really on you, it's easier for me to let things slide when I'm really, like, on you for real, for real. So, if I'm not really rocking with you like that, if I'm not really, like, you're not my one or two, then it's like, your position is real, real rocky, sir, and you could be benched any at any time at any point so sometimes some people just you know get to sit out for a little bit and then I'll put them back in the game a little bit later but 
some of them, they out for the rest of the game. And it just be like that sometimes. So I have no problem with cutting a member off of the roster. And I'm really trying to cut all the members off of the roster and just have one man. But they be playing. And I don't got time for that. I'm really finna start over a whole new roster because they playing. And I don't, I don't like that. I don't got time to play. Like, this year, I'm really trying to, like, be focused. And I want to include somebody into that. But I don't know. I can't do this sometimey shit, like, I need to know, like, yes or no, okay, I need you to make up your mind, I don't got time for that confusion stuff, okay, so places to go, things to do, y'all, it's almost that time, go ahead and get your taxes together, get ready, because it's almost tax season, so if you haven't started preparing already, Go ahead and start preparing to get them taxes together um, because it's it's that season for them taxes. All right, Amisha's watch list. So, y'all, it's this movie called Something from Tiffany's. It is on Amazon Prime, I believe, or Peacock. Dang, I should have wrote it down. I I think that's on... Peacock. Let me look. I should have wrote this down. Yes, Amazon Prime. So, something from Tiffany's is a really, really cute movie. If you haven't watched this, this is probably going to be like a little spoiler alert. So, um... But I'm not going to go too much in detail because I don't want to spoil too much. But so something from Tiffany's. It was a real cute movie. The One of the main characters, he's so fine to me, y'all. And I hope you don't got a wife and kids or something like that. But um, he's so freaking fine to me. And he played in Insecure. And so basically what happened was um, he was trying to propose to his girlfriend. And then it's this other lady, her boyfriend, and her Her boyfriend went to go buy her a Christmas gift. And the other guy went to go buy his girlfriend a wedding ring. So, engagement ring. So, guy A and guy B end up bumping into each other and they end up swapping gifts. So, guy B end up giving his girlfriend the ring that was originally the other guys. And so they end up getting engaged, but this guy over here end up just giving his girl some earrings when he's supposed to be giving proposed to her. He was supposed to be proposing to her. So then he ended up doing all the investigation work and end up finding out that the guy gave the girl the ring and all this good stuff. So, meanwhile, the guy over here and the girl over here ended up, you know, flirting and getting to know each other, ended up falling for each other and everything. And it was so freaking cute and so sweet. And I loved it. I love rom-coms. Those are, like, my favorite. I can't wait till I produce my first rom-com. But 
Yeah, so if you haven't watched something from Tiffany's, go ahead and check it out because I loved it. It was a really it was a really good watch and I just love cute stuff like that. So yeah. Um, ask Nisha. So today's question is what is a woman's role in a relationship if she expects the man to pay for everything? So for me personally, um, I think a woman's role in a relationship is just to be your girl. It's just to be your partner. I don't think that there is a set rule book of who does what. It just depends. I always say it just depends on what works best for your relationship. Every situation is different. Every relationship is different. It's not going to be the same. So what works for you and this person is not going to work for you and another person. So you just got to figure out what works best for you. I feel like a woman's job is just to be there to love you and pour into you and be your right-hand person and be your best friend. She she doesn't really have any, like, set roles, like, I think. I think when this person wrote this question, it's like they they thought that I was going to be like, oh, a woman's supposed to do this, a woman's supposed to do that, and that's just not necessarily the case all the time because I don't think that you should have expectations that your man is supposed to do this and supposed to do that, supposed to do that, supposed to be doing this. I just don't agree with that. So with that being said, um, and another thing is just like who says that the man pays for everything? It's just like let's just keep it real. Most likely in most situations, let's just keep it real. A lot of men they're not paying for everything. Like that just is what it is. And so it's not it's not like you come across guys nowadays where they are willing to pay with everything for you and take care of for you. Like they might do, you know, dinner here and there, or they might put gas in your car here and there, but they're not sending you your monthly bills every freaking month. Like is no way. Like it's no, it's not that many guys that are out here really taking care of their girl. It's not really a lot of guys that are really out here to, you know, sending girls, if this is how much they pay in a month, they're not sending that. Like, and most of the time, any even if a guy is, you know, taking care of some things, it's because they live together or something like that to where it's like he may be paying the rent, but she might have to pay the light bill and she might have to pay the water bill or something like that. And either way it go, like, it's not a lot of situations where – the guy is really doing everything. Let's just keep it 100 because y'all not making enough money. And that's just, that's just, this, that's just the real, like you need her income and your income so that y'all, y'all household can't operate. That's just majority of the situation. And that's just the real of the real. Okay. So I feel like for you to say, what is a woman's, role when she expect a man to pay for everything I just feel like if you ain't paying for everything then 
you can't really like say, oh, you better do X, Y, and Z or it's a problem. And even if you were doing everything, you I feel like you shouldn't just be like, oh, a woman's supposed to do this, a woman's supposed to do that. Um, or she got to do this, she got to do that. I just, I just feel like there's no set roles. Like, for example, a lot of people might say, like, they want their woman to cook and clean. I don't mind cooking and I don't mind cleaning because I love to cook and I like for my space to be a certain type of way. But some nights I'm busy and I be in the studio late, so we might have to go out. Or, you know, I work all day, so it's like if I don't get a break in between, you know, each thing that I got going on, I'm not going to be cooking every day. I might cook one day and meal prep for the week or for the next two or three days. You see what I'm saying? So if you want a home-cooked meal every single day, it ain't going to work for me. You see what I'm saying? So it just depends on what you want, what you need, and what it is that you desire. And if your partner can't do that, then... That's just not the person for you. Okay, so stay in your lane. I just need to wrap this up for today. I just wanted to say seek peace. Stay in your lane and seek peace. Um, I needed that. I needed a little peace in my life earlier this week because I was really, like, emotional, and I think my period had something to do with it. So my emotions was all over the place. But overall, I just wanted to say, like, find peace. What brings you peace? And stay focused on that. Make sure you pray and ask for peace. And peace will come. Um, And whenever you are in those moments and you having those doubts in your mind, just take a moment and breathe. And find that peaceful place that you have within. All right, y'all. So I'm out. It's going to close out in a minute. Well, actually in a few couple seconds. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of In Our Lane Podcast. And I'll see you next time.